it, run it, run it down my leg. Hello and welcome to Duty Calls with Doug Man. I am your host, Doug Man. With me as always is the J-Man, Jack Dolgen. Hello, Jack. Hello. As you know, Duty Calls is unofficially sponsored by Charmin Toilet Paper. Uh, Jack, did you know uh, when prisoners were asked what they missed the most, the third most popular response was soft toilet paper? Really? Yeah. What are they working it with goes, in there? It goes uh, sex, home cooking, soft toilet paper, seeing family. Soft toilet paper is one of seeing family. <laughs> <laughs> Not surprised. Yeah. So if, you go, if, you're, if you're visiting someone in jail, bring them a roll of Charmin. Also, uh, note to Charmin. Yeah. You want to do something good in the world? Give back? Have a little positive... A uh, line on your ledger. Yeah. How about donate some uh, ultra soft. Yeah. To the prisoners of this country who are not, are suffering unduly. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Give give back to their backs. Just because you committed a crime, just because you might have hurt another or violated a law, doesn't mean that your asshole should be wrong. Exactly. Exactly. Just uh, because you uh, committed a crime doesn't mean you can't enjoy cleaning your grime. Also, just <laughs> also just so you know, those facts were completely made up. Oh, really? Yeah, you didn't know that? No, you had me, actually. Yeah, they're completely made up. All right. Guys, you guys have been tweeting at me at the Doug Man. You've been tweeting at Jack Dolgen, at Jack Dolgen. You've been emailing us at dutycallswithdougman at gmail.com. And you've been calling us on the shit hotline at 786-HOLD-IT-IN. That is the letter N. Love getting your calls. Love getting your emails. Love getting your tweets. Keep them coming. And here's something I like to say in the beginning of the show, which I usually just say at the end. If you listen to the show, thank you for listening. We do it for free. No problem at all. But if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Subscribe to the show. Please subscribe to the show and leave a review. Nice review. A review. All these things help us get the numbers up and push us up in the iTunes rankings, which gives us more exposure. I'll say this, though. If you're going to leave a review, kindly do not shit on the show. Yeah, don't shit on the show. Yeah. I mean, I guess- Shit with the show. Shit with the show, not on the show. Exactly. So, as as some of you know who listen to the show, I did recently get married- and that's why these shows haven't been coming as frequently because I'm having sex for the first time. It's great. Oh, how, how long did you wait? We waited five years. Oh, good for you. Yeah, also a lie. <laughs> I had sex at least twice. Um, <laughs> really, she didn't mention it. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Jack. And the day of my wedding, my really good friends from home, we have this kind of tradition of we'll get we get each other uh, a gift uh, when someone gets married. We get like a special gift aside from the wedding presents that we get. Uh, and so the day of my wedding comes around and we're my my closest friends from home and Jack and a couple other friends are all in a hotel room hanging out and my friends present to me uh their presents this big box wrapped up and they're so excited to give it to me. And I open it up and I recognize it within seconds and it is a bidet. It is called the Bio Bidet. <laughs> and it is for it, it. It's a bidet that you can put on an already existing toilet that you can hook up to your own toilet, and it is fucking amazing. I freaked out. I was so excited. It was it was an amazing moment, Jack. What did you, you think? You were overjoyed. You were you were beaming. I was beaming. You were beaming. You were beaming way more when you opened the toilet than when you were actually getting married. Totally. Yeah. I never been happier. You I see- cried actually when I saw the bio bidet. Right. And when I married Nicole, I. Uh, I mean, a tear might have come out, but I really cried when I saw that toilet. What it does is it there's a butt spray. There's a button to spray your butt. There's a button to uh, spray one's vajayjay. Right. There's a feminine button. There's a Call dryer. The front. There's the front. 
um, there is something called the vortex. There's a button <laughs> called the vortex, uh, which is a, a just a direct shot to your butthole. And there's a seat warmer, and there's you can adjust where it shoots. You can adjust the temperature of the water. All these things. So I get this present. I'm so excited. And Jack and uh, my other good friend Dan Gregor to say, you know what? While you're away on your honeymoon, we're gonna install this in your place. Right. Amazing. So I'm in Mexico, and I maybe check my email once a day in Mexico, and I see that Jack has been live tweeting. <laughs> the installation of, of this toilet and trying it out for the first time. If you don't follow Jack on Twitter, check him out at Jack Dolgen. Uh, it's amazing. He, <laughs> he live tweeted the shitting on my toilet for the first time. I wanted to document the first run, if you will. Yes. The first runs of, the, uh, of yeah. this toilet. And it's amazing, and I, and I couldn't agree with you more. It's very interesting. If you've never used a bidet before, we talk a lot about wiping on this show. And I'll tell you this. My butt has never been cleaner. It really hasn't. I it, don't doubt that. It's super clean. Yeah. That thing works. It works. Um, but the vortex is such a direct shot to your butthole yeah. that it makes you it gives you the sensation of shitting. So you clean out your butt <laughs> and then it shoots up and it gives you the kind of sensation you get when shit passes your anus. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and it's very uncomfortable in some ways. It's a little because then you're like, wait, I thought I was done. Am I not done? And if you watch, if you read Jack's Twitter, you'll see that every time he shot the vortex up his butt, he had to shit more. Yeah, and I, I, I couldn't get off of the toilet because every time I would, I, okay, so I shat, I, I wiped, and then I bidet or whatever. Yeah, and and every time I would bidet, I would think, okay, this is this is it. I'm you're done. This this is me being done, and then it would make me have to shit again, and I would shit more. But this is what's interesting it to me. It made me shit more. Do you think up until that point that you'd been getting up from toilets when you still had more shit to go? Wow. That's a fucking intense thought. I know. Look, we ask serious questions Jesus here on the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's heavy hitting this show. I really just blew Jack's mind. I haven't seen Jack get take that a question so seriously in so long. <laughs> because, because now I'm thinking like, that I'm walking away from the from a murder and the and and the body's still breathing. Yeah, some the guy's still alive. <laughs> you're putting him on you're putting him underground. Meanwhile, he could be brought back to life with a couple pumps. Yeah, but I'm also a shit waiting to happen at all times. So on the other it's hand, interesting. Yeah. But it really has changed my life. It is an upgrade of my life. If if it's like this is my Ferrari. I don't really care about cars. <laughs> This is me like living it up in the high life with just like an amazing toilet. It's pretty rocking. It is it, it it is rocking. Yeah, I think the only way you can go up from there is one of those toilets because this is just the seat. The only way maybe to go up is one of those toilets that um that lifts for you when you when it's it got knows a sensor. when you have sensor. Yeah, yeah. that's other it. Than that, I can't think of any I other luxury either. that you're asking. I don't need afforded. anything else. Yeah. Uh, my friends also pointed out that they didn't get me a used one. They were used ones when they were looking for <laughs> <laughs> when they were looking on on uh, online. There were lots of used ones too. Oh, you don't want that? No, no, you don't want that. Oh. They went, they went, they really went for it. They got me the, the new the new toilet. Wow, you got some classy. Yeah, I got some real classy friends. friends. They got me a real shitter. <laughs> but uh, it was it was an amazing gift, and uh, I thank them all. And I thank Jack for having it installed. Anyway, we got a great show for you today. We got Josh Rubin. He is. Uh, Big part of collegehumor.com. If you've ever been on that website, which is hilarious, he's all over it. He directs, he stars in things. He's an amazing actor, great comedian, 
from the Upright Citizens Brigade as well. We sat down with Josh, had a great conversation with him. I think you're really going to dig it. Here's Josh Rubin. Josh, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Uh, this is really great. We made it happen. We realized that we had been all talking about the same show with you, and then you're like, yeah, I definitely have a shit story. So, oh, yeah. uh, which is, the, I, there's nothing I like hearing more than when I ask someone like, <laughs> oh. yeah, if you have a shit story, come on the show. And they're like, yeah, I got one. They don't even have to think about it. They're just like, yeah, I got one. I it's mean, like, there's only, you know, you have one. If if not, you know, some people have four. But yeah. I, <laughs> you're I sitting mean, here. after seven years old, I have the one. Uh-huh, yeah, right, right. That's that's fair. My shit story begins with the Woodstock Youth Theater. I'm from Woodstock, New York. That's okay. where I grew up for the most part. Originally from DC, but I grew up for the most part in, in Woodstock, New York. And and there was a um, a theater program there for kids called the Woodstock Youth Theater, and I was in it. I joined around. 11 or 12, and did, like, you know, theater reviews of Les Mis and Maratza. And, and you're always the lead. I, I was, like, certainly, like, the funniest kid. I wasn't really, like, you know, a great singer or anything like that. But, like, once we started to do, like, plays and stuff, I was like, oh, man, this kid's great. And I was, you know, fat and smelled like pepper. So <laughs> I wore sweatsuits, like, every day because I didn't want to change in gym. Like, I was that kid. And had, like, oh, okay. Were you, like, re- you were really chubby? And I guess I ate a lot more rigatoni back then. But anyway, like, <laughs> you, know, I, I, you were on the all rigatoni diet. I oh yeah, it. completely. That was very big back then. Yeah, yeah. huge. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> yeah. So with you know the Woodstock Youth Theater, like I I would I would go go there and essentially be like you know respected by you know the older kids and the younger kids and just sort of like people people saw me as an equal and not so much as like you know the chubby kid Josh. In typewriter class, yeah. <clears throat> Woodstock Youth Theater was like where I would go, and it was like this therapeutic thing, like any actor or artist or whatever. Like, yeah, you know, you can go march to the beat your own drummer with those people. So, I'd been a member of the Woodstock Youth Theater for a few years, and then around the time I turned thirteen, um, there was an opportunity for us to, uh, for a few members, to travel to Los Angeles to do a an HIV AIDS awareness prevention through theater program. Mm. Okay. Sounds funny. Like a one-time thing or an a on- one- a run? I, I, it was a, one, a one-time thing. Like, okay. hey, Woodstock Youth Theater, you guys submitted for this, you know, AIDS cool. awareness th- through theater thing. You have one hey, chance to stop AIDS. One chance to stop AIDS. <laughs> and you better do it. Through theater. Who are you going to bring? Send us your best. So this is a big deal for me because I'd never been to Los Angeles. I, hate, I, I was like a shy kid. I barely loved sleepovers, but I knew this was like a big deal. Yeah. And there were some girls, you know, in the, in the youth theater, and some of them were older, and there were older kids. And, you know, they, they, some of these shows, they'd mix the younger kids with the older kids. The younger kids would usually, you know, be chorus members or funny little quirky characters, and the older kids would play the bigger parts. And I, you know, I felt like an equal around them in, in going. It was intimidating, but I was like, holy shit, I get to hang out with, you know, Ike Shaw and Jade Carroll and, yeah. you know, Karen, all these, like, tall oh, kind of, like, you know— Mm. The redhead, Karen's hot. Exactly. And so how old were you? I was thirteen, Got and they and they were they were uh, seventeen, sixteen. And so that were, was like a you big were, deal. But you were into into girls already at that point. Totally into girls. You know, I hadn't done fucking anything with anyone, so I was just like, you know, awkward hormonal. Sure. Kid. I was just like, I'm gonna go to L.A. And maybe I'll I don't know, kiss someone, whatever. It'll be great. So <clears throat> it was like essentially the mod squad was me and like the older cool kids. In the youth theater, so awesome. we 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 go to L.A. 
the 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 I don't remember where the conference was. If it was at like the the Beverly Hilton or something. It was some like you know swanky hotel for what I was used to, and we performed like you know sketches about like, AIDS awareness. Like <laughs> you, you can <laughs> you can use combs if he does, and he has AIDS. You can use his comb, like that kind of thing. <laughs> you know, it's like it's the greatest trip ever. I feel like I feel like a man coming out of it, and you know, I'm getting close to the older kids. So the trip goes great, <clears throat> and um, we get on a red eye to come home. Uh-huh. So this is where the the shit hits the fan. I th- so <clears throat> we get on a red eye, all the cool kids, and uh, and I, and head back to New York. And um, I don't know. We get on the plane at midnight or you yeah. know ten thirty, whatever. <clears throat> supposed to arrive in New York around five in the morning or what have you. And uh, Albany, we lived in Woodstock, and the closest airport was Albany. So we get on the airplane, and uh, it's going great, and everyone's tired and talking about how you know great of a time it was. And they serve. This is back when whatever the airline was or served any airline meals. was served meals, mm. free meals at that. And they served uh, one of the options was a chicken burrito, mm. a chicken burrito, an in-flight chicken burrito. Uh huh. Yeah. And I and I en route to Albany. I felt like en route to Albany from L.A. I felt like I deserved it. And yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. It sounds Look, like you I mean, it. Josh had prevented AIDS. Right. I right. mean, in one trip, you had single-handedly stopped the outbreak of AIDS. I did. So I would a chicken, chicken burrito. burrito is about... It's the least you yeah. could have. Yeah. And, so they uh, served the chicken burrito, and you're like, I'm going to get it. They served it. I, I, you know, I devoured it because I felt like I deserved it. <laughs> and nothing nothing out of the ordinary. Oh, and I also I dig into my James Patterson novel, Kiss the Girls, which they just made a film. <laughs> which, 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 which plays a part in, in, the, in the following. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so we get in a 15 passenger van that we had parked at the airport. You land and in Albany. We land in Albany. Get out. I don't need to use a bathroom or anything. And um, we all pile into this 15 pass, and we've got an hour and a half drive ahead of us back to uh, <clears throat> to Kingston, New York, where where we're going to land at Ike's. Actually, his mom's travel agency. Mm. I think it was called Liberty Travel. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were like, that's where we're going to go. And that's where mom's going to meet me, pick me up, drive me home. So I get all the way in the back. I'm like, I could sleep a little bit. I can read a little Kiss the Girls, you know, some, some <laughs> dueling serial killers on, on both coasts. And yeah. a little bit of Alex Cross action figure. This is going to be great. <laughs> so I get all the way in the back. And um, <clears throat> I'm reading, you know, I'm, I'm reading this this mystery and it's just like it's stirring <laughs> up a lot of emotions and uh, <laughs> and along with it some tummy troubles i'm so, i'm starting to think oh okay yeah I, I i need to go to the bathroom but i i can hold it i need to i definitely need to poop but i can hold it <clears throat> now i have a question up to this point you someone who could Holding your poops like you never had any issues. Never had it. anything really uncontrollable. So this I wasn't used that to, scary. It was just like, I got to poop. I'm all right, though. No, I mean, I guess subconsciously I was thinking about, you know, like going through this stage between like f- like five and eight, which was when I would just like, I'd say maybe maybe like five and seven, where I would just like have what my parents called poo-poo problems. Like, oh, you having a poo-poo problem? Where I would just like oh. – like shit my pants. Like oh. I would just I but you know, as like kind of a younger, but you know, you shouldn't Maybe do a little that too old for it. Yeah. Like you, a few you, times. Do you remember doing that? I just remember like a couple of moments where I just like couldn't help it. It was just like, I don't know, I must have just had like the die die or whatnot. But <clears throat> a few times I'd the certainly die-die? done it. Yeah, like the die the die diarrhea. Oh the die die. Yeah. Oh, okay, so the die dies. <laughs> 
So was that more of a physical thing or a mental thing, that, that five the to five eight, eight range? range. Um, f- I guess physical, yeah. I guess it okay. was like, I'm trying to think of what it was. I guess, I, I have no idea. I mean, maybe it was only a few times. I kind of blocked it out. It was just like a few times. I remember sure. like we, I had done it so many times that I'd, I'd coined it a poo-poo problem. And I thought it was like. So you shit in your pants quite a bit it, from five a, As a, yeah, as enough, a five Enough to, to qual- uh, give it a term. It was enough, you, not, yeah. Six yeah. years prior to this 15 pass trip. Okay. I, you know, that's right. But this hits you and you're like, I can hold it in. I can hold it in. Then. 45 minutes go by and we we're still you know just under an hour out and I, and, I, and this is starting to become a problem I'm thinking <laughs> oh my god okay I, I I have to go and I was just too nervous to say anything sure and I just all the way in the back the youngest kid and I was like I could ask to pull over and I'm watching these signs go, you know go past the van like one Rest after the other you know yeah Sunoco McDonald's Carvel yeah. and like you know uh, like Rob's big boy and Bob's big boy and all this shit like oh, that's another. But that would, but that would mean you'd have to get spurt. up or or call across the whole van. It and would say, mean I need raising to stop. my chubby peppery hand and yelling <laughs> to the driver. Hey, would you guys mind pulling over after going nothing, to the bathroom? Nothing scarier, and nothing then, more right. intimidating. And then risking, you know, Karen going, "Ooh, like you have to go to the bathroom. We have to poop." Yeah, like, yeah. and Karen doesn't like to doesn't French poopers. She doesn't have an <laughs> asshole. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, you were on such a good run. You were yeah. you're at the top with the big boys. You know, you're playing with yeah. the big kids. You, you're actually and, painting it very accurately. And I'm, no nervous, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous for you right and now. And your other life, you're nobody. Mm-hmm. Your other life, you're being made fun of. You're being called peppery. Right. This is your this world. Is your this is, this is your time. You cannot, yeah. This world. If there's, yeah, there's any world to not fuck up, it's the one that actually I can separate myself from high school and enjoy myself sure. with this crowd. Right. I can't fuck this up. So <clears throat> so I'm reading my book and I'm just starting to clench in my butt. Clench is so hard. <laughs> and I... And I'm starting to sweat, and I'm like, "Oh my god, okay." And then, and then I just remember these like waves of of both pain <laughs> and relief. So the pain would be like, "It hurts so bad that I'm holding it in." Holy shit, I'm gonna shit my pants. And then I would get like these momentary waves of relief, uh-huh. and I would sort of shift in the back seat. Sure. I'd lay on my left side. I just remember like memories of my dad going like. Josh, if you ever have stomach pains, lay on your left side. He's still alive. I've made him sound like a ghost thus far, only mentioning If you ever have stomach pains, <laughs> lay on your left side. It's better for digestion. So, Call your mother for her birthday. I tried to be a deadlift champion, and I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? Random memories, yeah. It's like a 40-year-old. He's like, I think I'm going to be the deadlift champion of, of the United States. Just like I'm deadlifting. And then he like, hurt his back. that's amazing that's an amazing detail about your dad we call what you're describing right now shit tractions (laughs) they come in waves they come in waves yeah but you're you have you have to give birth to 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 a doo-doo Uh, and you're having shit and they come and, and and really in contraction like waves of right. you know pain and and, and relief. <clears throat> so the pain would come and go. Oh my god, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> and, and 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 then the relief would come like okay, so maybe this will last me another 12 minutes and that'll yeah. get me you know to whatever. But during the pain, you're thinking, oh my god, I might shit my pants. Yeah, wow. I, I I I'm starting to see it. I'm like that. This is <laughs> this is gonna happen. You're and, seeing brown. I'm yeah, seeing brown. Yeah, going brown. So I, I'm I'm clenching my book and and like immersing myself into you know this Alex Cross storyline about finding serial killers, and I start to slowly shit my pants. <laughs> slowly, I know the slow the slow this one where you're like, like it's, it's really, hard enough. It's really like when. 
It's like those classic, like like when you watch a movie, it's like a medieval like war that's going on where they're trying to pull the drawbridge down, yeah. and then you're losing the tug of war. It doesn't happen all at once. It's slowly people, like the enemy starts coming through the little crack. And they're getting through. Through the gate. So you're reading this, and it's like, and you feel it start happening. You're like, my butthole can't hold it any longer. It, it literally starts was to like, come out like a broken soft serve machine completely, or whatever. Completely. Absolutely. And it was like, so it was like, it started as like a little farty, and then I was like, oh, maybe it'll just be that. And it's just like, no, 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 this is going to happen. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, and, I, and as a 13-year-old oh, no. oh, oh who, lo- who is trapped in a, in a fucking vehicle with girls that are cute... It's starting to come out slowly. Oh, And all I could do is hold my Alex Cross story and read. and You're going to read yourself through this. You're reading as you're shitting slowly. Yeah, and thinking of like Morgan Freeman, like, you know. Trying to hold in whatever you can. You know, sums out, but you're trying to. Fighting Tony Goldwyn. (laughs) When I started to shit my pants, the the first thing that happened was. Someone said, "What's that smell?" And oh, it was one God. of the kids. Oh, no. It was like, oh no! Someone farted, and I was oh, like, "Oh no!" And oh, no. All, all I could do is just kind of play along with it. The first like, sound of the alarm. Meanwhile, there's still poop coming out of you slowly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And as as I'm <laughs> clenching, it's it into still my... happening. <laughs> oh. There's more. There's a there's there's a ton more. It's probably ninety seven percent is still up your ass. Right, com- oh, completely. As I'm as I'm. Um, oh my God. As I'm clenching my butthole in my boxer's turned diaper, oh. I'm, 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 I'm denying, you know, who, 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 uh, I'm who denying supplied it. it. Yeah, who's supplying I'm, I'm it denying right now. who supplied it. <clears throat> and, uh, and I'm like, oh, I know it does. Gross. And, you know, people are pointing at each other and they don't seem to peg that it's the kid in the back, which is great. So... We, wow. we we get we get to Kingston. You make it to Kingston. We make to Kingston. How much poop has come out of you? I mean, like om- almost half. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow, and, and so w- your pants are kind of filled a little bit. They're they're, they're starting they're starting to fill. Or is up it attached to a log that's still I didn't in your know. butt? I didn't know what it, I knew that. I guess I knew it was more liquidy. I was like this that Closer fucking chicken butter. burrito, and my stomach's all weird. And I'm, I never stay up like that, and I never fly when I've eaten that kind of food. Oh my and god! So so here so the plan was as we're approaching like I'm and I think I might have sheepishly asked from the back how much longer do we have (laughs) you know Ruben whoever was driving one of the cool kids uh, you know probably like another 15 minutes or so so when I when I had stink in the car at this point I mean well what I done was I took my Looney Tunes sweatshirt and I wrapped it around my waist because I knew that something was going to show on the back of my pants and I was like well the only thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna cover up maybe that'll that'll retard the smell and cover anything up so I'm like Super panicking at this moment, so we're we're pulling up in in Kingston. The kids open the door and get, excuse me, get out, and I see my mom's Toyota Celica, and I'm like, holy shit, that's the light at the end of the tunnel. I know that as soon as I can get in that car, you're safe. I'm safe, and I and I can see it in sight. I'm just gonna I'm do a little bit of small talk. Oh my god, it was great seeing you, and try not to hug too many people. Oh my God! Just get and to the Celica. Tied, get to the Celica. Tied, tied to the sweatshirt <laughs> around my waist, and I get out of the van, and I'm like high fiving people and trying to play it cool and clenching still and sweating still and like I, this is you know there's still a little bit more. I don't even think to go into the bathroom at this place or anything. I'm just like I just need to get in the car and sit and just I'm just ready to to just confess to my mom what happened. Yeah. So I I get to the car. And Karen goes, Josh, can I get a ride? Oh! <laughs> oh! No! <laughs> no! 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 
No, Karen, you cannot. Everything yeah. you would otherwise have wanted. Before I could answer, my mom was like, Karen, okay, yeah, get in. Oh. Get in. Oh, my God. Hi, oh, Bubby. No. And a big kiss and a hug. And I'm like, oh, no. does anyone smell this? And the Toyota Celica is, it is a small vehicle. It's a compact, it's a two-door sporty vehicle. Oh, God. You have half a shit in your pants, still half up your fucking system. And I have a pretty pretty girl as a 13-year-old boy, a pretty girl sitting in the front, and I'm just dying in the back. Oh, So so from Kingston, I get get in the car, in the back seat. With poop in your pants. With poop in my pants. And I know now (laughs) that I have what was was going to be another 15-minute ride is now going to be another 25 minutes. Because uh, we got to get Karen out not, of the way. Karen's out of the way. So she's, she's out of the way. She's, you know, she's another whatever, t- like 12, 15 minutes. So I'm just like, oh fuck, man. God. So I got to hold it more. I'm freaking out. I'm just like being really, really quiet, trying to like not to answer, like talk to about. So, Bubby, how was LA? What'd you and Karen do? Swim, you know, just like trying to keep <laughs> one word answers. <laughs> Held it. What? <laughs> we get to Karen's house. And drop her off. There's no mention of a smell. No I mean, obviously your mom's not going to be like, what? If, if there was, I, I have blocked it out. But yeah. I just remember, Amazing. we get to Karen's house, and I'm like, oh, my God, relief, relief, relief. And she gets out of the car, and I say goodbye and smiles, and mom starts to pull away, and I'm still in the back seat. I can't get up. And I start crying my eyes out oh, and oh, tell my mother oh. that I shit my pants. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And you like, still have half in there? Or you let it out at this I, point? I don't know, man. I think I think as soon as she got out, I just went, you know, and just and, like, uh, like oh, what I could. Good for you. Oh, Get God. that thing out. Yeah. You just start crying. Yeah. Oh, you poor thing. And, oh, and, my God. And no mention of the smells. Nothing. I, I don't think there was what any. Is, I think my mom was just kind of like, oh, okay, well, you know, <laughs> when we get home, throw it out, you know, throw it out. <laughs> like that was her thing. She's like, I guess just just throw the underwear out, you know, it's it's, it's okay. What happened? Just you know? destroy the evidence. And you told her about the burrito. I said, burrito. I said, first of all, it was great. We prevented AIDS. But like, yeah, I had a bur- I had a burrito on a red eye and red James. But Patterson. if I had to do it all all over again, I'd give them AIDS if I could just not shit my pants <laughs> <laughs> completely. Let them eat AIDS. <laughs> Look at these lesions. Oh my god. Yeah. Wow. That's wild, man. And any fallout from any of the kids in the theater? Group? No fallout from any of the kids. The, the worst I remember it ever got, besides my own contractions, was what's that smell? And I don't know how it got, I don't know how it just like kind of didn't linger or get any worse or what. I know it was the summer, I know we had the AC on and all that stuff. Man, it could have been a lot it worse. It could have been so much worse. But my God, I mean, like, you know, I t- took the sweatpants off and I had like basically shit through my pants. I mean, underwear was like, you know, I mean, there was like a, like a stain, you know what I mean? And like the, oh. there's the undies filled and, and the whole thing. Yeah. Human diaper. You got away oh, with adult murder. Adult diaper. You did. I got away with murder, man. And as you again, kissed the girls. You had them in, you had your own basement. I'm the Casanova, man. Yeah. I had them in my, wow. in my own basement. They were looking. They were like, where are these girls hidden? They was in your pants the whole yeah. time. Alex Cross found it. And Alex Cross was my mom. And it's oh my like, wow. God. You're the Casanova. And my mom was the Morgan Freeman of <laughs> this novel. Yeah. Um, you could throw it out. So how long? <laughs> Just how? throw it out. <laughs> How long in the in the van from poop is starting to come out to getting to Kingston? Oh, at least an hour. There's poop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was oh, like an hour and a it's half. Un- it's unreal. It's like a half an hour of pain and then an hour of poop. Unreal. This is another 
instance where the shit god smiled upon you. you it, it, well, we, we're going to look at this as your, as your butt was half full on this one as, yeah. as opposed to half empty. Because I agree. it could have been so much worse. Yeah. You, I mean, so much worse. But, but you got to give the kid credit, though. So much credit. He, first of all, he kept that butt closed. He didn't let it all out. He did everything he could. He did everything he could. He fought. And uh, the shit got smile on him, I think, because they saw this kid. They were like, look, this chubby pepper smelling kid. This is his time. This is his thing. We can't, we can't let this. Uh, we can't have a stain on the the theater group, so to speak. All right. But, but he also needs to learn his lesson. We can't let him go. He ate a chicken burrito in USA <laughs> at twelve at twelve twelve thirty yeah. at night. This is the real world, buddy. Yeah, like you yeah. there. You know, you gotta pay your you gotta pay pay your dues here. Right. So I mean, but, to this day, I don't eat airplane food. I don't pay for. it. I mean, now now you have to pay for all the yeah, sandwiches. But you the never touch it again. I never touch air, airplane food again. No, How I about get in the airport. Do you eat any of that? I get I get a granola bar and a water every time I go, and inevitably, and now now that like I'm in touch with my body enough, I guess it's like an adult thing when you kind of yeah. like you've read enough articles, you're like, okay, so I know that an hour after I eat, if I'm not surrounded by company or if I didn't wake up with a girl or whatever, I've lived with a girlfriend now, an ex girlfriend for for a few years. Even even then, like kind of. It, you, you know, it's not the same as like when you're alone, all that kind of. You, yeah. you, you really get in tune with when you go, you know. Yeah. And uh, and now I'm like like super, you know, aware of all that of all that shit, figuratively, literally. Yeah. And uh, you know, certainly wasn't then, and that was, um, yeah, that was just the the culmination of, I guess, probably not going for a few days. You've been traveling, traveling, you know, and fucks with your system. The stress of being around, like, these prettier, cooler sure. people. And, and then it's just like, you know, when I knew I was going home and I was hungry and I, I you know. Yeah, it was a lot. Comfort this on is, the horizon. It was the, perfect, it was the perfect storm of shit. I can't believe that you got away with it and no one figured it out. No one you turned a 15-passenger van into a 16-passenger van. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and no one knew. Yeah. There's an infant on this van, <laughs> and, it's, and it's in my pants. Yeah. It was like the Ren and Stimpy, like, statue he made out of his own shit. <laughs> Litter or whatever. It's a shit fin. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow, gosh. That's, uh, that's amazing. This is the, uh, the the equivalent to walking on water for for, for Jack and I. I think so, yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you, and you must have heard. You shit your some, pants like you that took, and get away you with took it. Shit yeah. in your pants into, you turned shit in your pants into wine, basically. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, no one gets away with having shit in their pants in a small space for that long. For an hour. And then again in a celica. In an even smaller space. Everyone knows that a, nothing, shit doesn't smell worse than in a celica. That's where, I mean, that's where. <laughs> uh, wow, Josh, that's, uh, that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, thank you. Thank you, know, you so much for doing to, it. Happy to happy to share. What a great story. What can we promote for you? Uh, you're on Twitter. What's your Twitter name? Can you spell it out for it's us? It's just my name, just Josh Rubin, R-U-B-E-N, not Rubin like the sandwich, Rubin like uh, Rubin Blades, you know, great. from Predator 2. And um, you have a <laughs> film company. I do. Uh, my, my partner and I uh, are uh, Josh and Vince. The big thing on the horizon for me is the Woodstock Comedy Festival. I'm starting the very first Woodstock Comedy Festival in the town where I did the youth theater and shit wow. my pants. And all the theaters that I <laughs> did that I performed with those kids up through, you know, from like being a 10-year-old a, a kid to yeah. being a senior in high school, the Bearsville Theater and the Woodstock Playhouse and Colony Cafe we're, we're doing. Um, we've booked uh, Bobcat Goldthwaite, Dick Cavett, the Upright Citizens Brigade, College no Humor. Shit. Yeah, it's going to be oh, a hell huge. Weekend. And all uh, proceeds Cavett. go to charity. You got Dick Cavett? Dick Cavett is going to interview Bobcat Goldthwaite at the Bearsville Theater, an hour Holy and 15-minute show. That's phenomenal. Woodstock Comedy is the Twitter handle, and it's, uh, you know, it's all for charity, and tickets are... 
going on sale slowly but surely. We're doing everything through brown paper uh, pretty much. And uh, yeah, all proceeds go to two charities. One is the Polaris Project, which fights human trafficking. It's like the least funny charity ever. Yeah. Not like, you know, comic relief where it's homelessness. Very yeah. funny. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, that and domestic violence through a um, uh, by supporting a Family of Woodstock, which is the other charity we're supporting. Amazing. That's the big project. It's in September, September 2021, 20, And uh, yeah, I'm very excited and scared and should be incredible. That's awesome, yeah. dude. That's come, right. come up. Support. Well, yeah, be sure to check out the Woodstock Comedy Festival and check out Josh on Twitter. Josh, thanks so much for coming. Yeah, on the show. thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. All right, well, that was uh, Josh Rubin. Holy shit. Wow. I don't think we've ever heard of anyone getting away with it with that much concentrated lack of air circulation. Totally. No, never. And also, even before that, though, uh, his shitting his pants experience was very much like mine in New York in that it was, oh, I'm shitting my pants. It's happening very slowly. (laughs) You know, a lot of our stories are, I shit my pants. It just happened. But this one was kind of a a slow burn, if you will. Uh, And so so often that is the case where it's just like you can't physically hold the door shut for that much longer and it just slowly opens up. And those slow shits, you're kind of like how athletes, like really famous, like incredible, exceptional athletes, like they are operating at such a high speeds and they're flying through the air, but for them, it's like everything is happening in slow motion. You're kind of like that, except it's for just, it's just in my butthole, yeah. and that I have no control over it. <laughs> so it's <laughs> so it's so it's nothing like it. Actually, it's actually nothing like it. There's nothing that it, we could couldn't be more different. There is a literal. Connection. Yeah. Anyway, that was Josh Rubin, really funny guy. Please check him out on Twitter. Check out the Woodstock Comedy Festival. It sounds like a really great thing he's doing. Everyone, thank you for listening to the show. Please keep tweeting at me at the Doug Man. Keep tweeting at Jack Dolgen at Jack Dolgen. Emailing us at dutycallswithdougman at gmail.com and calling us on the shit hotline, the only shit hotline in the whole world. 1786, hold it in. That is the letter N as in not going to make it to the Toyota Celica <laughs> uh, without Karen getting in the car with me. Thanks for listening to the show. Be sure to listen next week. We'll have another great show for you because that's just what we do. And until next time, hold it in. You're going to make it. <laughs>